0: I want to warn you, some of the language you're
1: about to hear may be offensive.
0: In this adulterous and sinful generation
1: of him also,
0: shall the son of man be ashamed! I moved on her very heavily. In fact, I took her out furniture shopping. She wanted to get some
2: furniture. I said, I'll show you where that's some nice furniture. <laughs> I took her out furniture. I moved on her like a bit
1: going to take just in case I start kissing her you know i'm automatically attracted to
0: beautiful i just start kissing them it's like a magnet shut up and
2: sit down isn't there a period of time where like when you were working with john that he expected you to be at work at a certain time but you would like go work out instead yeah (laughs) yeah he'd be like where are you and you're like yeah i just gotta do a a few more sets he's a real
3: tight ass (laughs)
2: <laughs> now don't. <laughs> we weren't laughing at you, Matt. We were laughing with you. Yeah, exactly. Hashtag yeah. Matt and Mia.
3: Hashtag Matt and Mia. Uh, Check them out at Dorschel Toyota. Toyota. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, yeah. it's
2: not called Dorschel Toyota. That's right. That's not their tag.
3: That's not their tagline.
2: <laughs> I got confused. Uh, he sells cars. It was a great great interview with, with Matt. Absolutely great interview. And Mia was pretty well behaved. She was.
3: She sat there. She, he brought his little dog. The dog was this big, and she just sat there in a chair over there, and she just was just being yeah. pretty, being did, pretty.
4: Did you guys hear about the thing a couple of years back? Uh, Toyota was thinking about changing their... Their slogan. To what? Was Toyota, you know, They've been Toyota moving forward. Mm-hmm. And when they had all those recalls going sure, on, sure, they sure. were thinking about changing that tagline because it seemed kind of inappropriate. Because um, it so kept moving th- it forward. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they were going to change it to Toyota moving forward, even if you don't want
3: to. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That sounds like every woman Donald are, Trump's Are you guys with. familiar um, with
2: uh, Malcolm Gladwell? No. At all? No? He does uh, a lot of stuff. But one of the things he does, uh-huh. uh, he's a writer. Sure. But he's a revisionist, uh-huh. and he has a revisionist history podcast, which is insane. Okay, so are talked, we doing like talked, yes? We're, it's now the whole show is about Malcolm Gladwell.
3: Okay, I don't. That's a really awful so idea. I'm not into this.
2: He brought up the idea that
3: this is stupid. The
2: entire Toyota thing. <phone rings> were, Ow! Wow! Where people thought that their <laughs> sound checks their yep. cars were accelerating. Sure, against sure, sure. Their wishes. Yep. Wasn't true. Oh that people were actually hitting the accelerator when they thought they were hitting the brake.
3: That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life.
2: Well... It's called mass hysteria. Uh,
3: yeah, well... Look it up. I will look it up. Boom. Well, the Mic and drop. Boom.
2: Except I won't, because this is an expensive mic.
3: Yes, thank you. Um, however... Speaking of mic drops. Speaking of mic drops, yes. We have Casey here today. Hi. Rochester's <laughs> own. There it is. In front of a live
2: studio audience. I wrote a little song for him. Casey. Oh, sorry. That
3: was it. <laughs> wow. Wow. Ouch. Awful. Awful. Tough crowd. Um, I'm tough honored. Proud. <laughs> uh, Casey, uh, is, he has a little online uh, Rochester gravitas, if you will, yes. with a, a show I, uh, I enjoyed, uh, The Rock Connoisseur. Is there a the in front of that, or is it just Rock Connoisseur? No, it's like Madonna. It's like not Madonna. The Madonna. It's Madonna. Right. Right. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. That and um, you have what four podcasts? I don't know. <laughs> you just lost. Count. I, I've lost
4: count. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And Rocco, uh, Rocco tells me going in this, he's like, "Hey, we got this guy Casey coming on. He's got. A, he's got his podcast too. You know, and he's telling me about stuff. I'm like, Oh, okay. That's that's really cool. You know? He goes, We go back and find some audio, something we can pull out of it. And so I, I pulled up the. Don't forget a towel, site. Uh, as I'm as I'm looking stuff up, and I'm like, "Holy shit, this guy's got four podcasts." <laughs> yeah. He messages
3: me back. He goes, "Which one?" I go, I'm like, "I uh, what?" And he goes, "There said, are four. I said,
4: <laughs> "I said to Rock, like, what on earth do you possibly think I'm going to be able to pull in the next week?" He goes, uh, he's "Be like, creative." What, what's the problem? I'm like, "This guy's got four podcasts <laughs> and these webisodes, and they've like all the podcasts have like." The 20, 30, 60, 80, 100 episodes. <laughs> I'm like, there is no way I'm going to find you anything meaningful out of all of this in a week. Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, well. He has a library. Same thing yeah, out of my yeah. life. I can't He's find a library. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, well, welcome to the show. Um, <laughs> Thanks we're, for having me. We're honored to have you. um But I want to dive in to your life. Mm-hmm. Um, on an emotional, on a spiritual, on a sexual level. But we're going to get there after after the first break. Yes. I yes. want to talk, and and I want to ask you a question. We got some hard-hitting questions,
2: and there will be crying. Okay. Um,
3: how do you live near a windmill? <laughs> and are you okay? I
1: <laughs> do not live near windmills. windmill. Oh, thank God. And it's questionable if oh, I'm God. okay, though. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. If new
2: windmills... Cause cancer. Yes. Then the Dutch would have been dead centuries ago.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's true. The
2: entire Scandinavian countries just wiped out.
3: Yeah. Well, the thing that scares me is twofold. Number one, it's the fact that president United States said the sound, the sound of windmills causes cancer. Number one, number two, the American cancer society had to make a statement saying that this this was untrue. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, threefold. Three, the White House had to make a statement that said that they were unsure whether it was true or not. All right, so... I'm just going to make this face... As ridiculous, and you can't see the face. Can you hear as that face. <laughs> <laughs> as ridiculous as the president
2: is, and we know that he says a lot of stupid things. Yes, he does. Um, not every single new technology that comes out is one hundred percent perfect. We get that. We understand that. No, right? I mean you're absolutely
3: right. The penis enlarger pump I got, it's right, very dangerous. Several recalls. Oh.
4: Um, and it clearly did a very poor job. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Hang on, let me just...
2: Well, <laughs> you, asked, you asked for the double XL, and they yeah. sent you the XL instead. Exactly. That's the problem. That is the issue, yes. So, if you think about it, everything that, that comes out when it's relatively new is going to have failures. Sure, and, sure, sure. And, and hurdles to get yep, over. Yep, yep. There is a documentary, I forget what it's called, about windmills, yep. and it came out at least 15 years ago. Okay.
3: And basically saying how bad they are. That sounds awesome. A documentary on windmills. Yeah, let me. Look at it. it basically points <laughs> out
2: how how horrible they are. Obviously, it was written from a conservative point of view, and they don't want. You, you ever know, see a director it. fall asleep making their own movie? Right. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: so in this town, somewhere in in bumfuck America, they put all these windmills up against sure. everybody's wishes. Sure. of course. You know, because everyone's a victim,
3: and everyone's a victim. So they show you as mm. you
2: drive down the street, because these windmills are literally in. These people's town. Yeah, right, yeah, they're yeah. Above them,
3: I think they're beautiful.
2: And as the Magistic. as the they are turbines majestic. move, as the fan blade moves across the the shadow moves across the road, and yeah. there's so many of them. Yeah. As you drive down the road, you're it's like a dizzying effect. Oh. Okay. And because they're right next to them, they do make a noise. Okay. And it's a horrible like. Yeah. So look. I can understand. No one wants to live under an airport. No one wants to live under a wind turbine. Nobody wants to
3: live next to my neighbor. You know, fireworks last so night. So I'm were fireworks. pro
2: wind turbines, but if people that live near them are unhappy with them, yeah. let's just let's just keep them out in the country somewhere, away from people, sure. away from the roads. Sure. All right,
4: here's, the, I think we've gotten to the point as humankind, There's there's so many of us now that. And we're doing such we're uh, we're doing so much damage to the planet at such a high rate of speed, yeah. That at this point it's sort of like to me it's sort of like I'm sorry if you're mildly inconvenienced by an irritating sound from you know power generation that you live near. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really care. Yeah. Uh I mean that's a well, thing. I think for those people it's more than a mile of convenience. It, like
2: they can't drive down the roads. Well, uh, we need to do something and they were getting severe headaches too.
3: Well, I don't know. Casey, as a climate change saying, denier, a great technology. How do you feel? <laughs> let's, let's yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, I honestly I actually have a windmill story ironically enough that you bring this up. Um Please. Casey, who doesn't? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I was in, uh, has
4: not been affected by wind turbines. I know.
1: I think I was in, I was in Massachusetts and, um, I'm with my family and there's a few turbines up and one was missing like Mm. near this town. So they don't know where it went. They don't know where it went. It's gone. It was kidnapped. Um, but my (laughs) family's like, Oh, there used to be a wind turbine here. And they're like, I guess the, uh, town or whatever complained and got it removed. Mm. And I was like, who the, can I say that? You can say whatever you like want. You can say whatever who you want. Who the fuck? You say? FCC.
4: Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> we didn't know. Whoa. Listen to on.
1: your your podcast that you get. This is the least thing <laughs> that I can say. But Thanks. uh who the fuck <laughs> would, would get rid of this knowing like you have free electricity. Yes. Like, I'm sorry. Like you don't have to pay for electricity. Yeah. You just don't have to do it. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Like Buy an airport if you're in New York City. There's tons of subways and Ninja Turtles and all these other things. Yeah, I guess
2: if you have your own, sure. Now, was this their own? I'm assuming
1: that these are just like, okay, the inconvenience is that you have this giant wind turbine here, but you get free electricity in this town. I assume I could be completely wrong.
3: I don't know. I don't there are certain towns. You are correct. There are certain towns that, because of the eyesore,
2: he's he's got a degree in wind turbine and the sound. Oh, yeah. No, no.
3: I my my brother in law um, does this for a living. He's oh really? He's a wind. Yeah, he works on wind turbines. He harnesses everything. Well, then he's got to. He's on the, the man who harnessed the wind. Exactly. He's got to be our first guy. The thing is, season. I think he's a conservative, but I don't know. Ooh. And I really want to ask him. He's not he's like, not going to enjoy this. How do you feel? Well,
2: you ask him how he enjoys being a conservative and how hard that is balancing that with being on a super liberal progressive thing like a wind turbine.
3: Exactly. And what's annoying is he's such a smart guy. He really is. Like I've talked to him and yeah. he's just very smart. And you know, wind turbines, I don't know the first thing about fucking repairing a goddamn wind turbine and he's up there with a harness fixing that shit and then I you know,
2: you're you're yelling from the bottom. Hey, you need a lug
4: nut? <laughs> No, Rocco, go away. <laughs> pretty much, Rocco, looking up there, just tried to huck stuff up to totally him. Yeah. <laughs> hold it.
2: on, I, I'll get a rope
3: and I'll throw it. Hand, <laughs> I, I got. I'll do one more time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, so yeah, there's that. Um, so that's a big thing. Anything else in the news going on that we know of? No. Yes. Maybe. Uh, Uncle Joe. Oh, Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I got. I just have. I have to say this. And then you guys say whatever you want. Okay. okay. If Joe did some inappropriate shit, yeah. I don't care if I'm a liberal. I don't care if I'm a Democrat. The motherfucker needs to get punished. Right. If he touched some little girls in a way that they, he, they should not have been touched, he should get, um I don't know, fucking punishment. However, and no, that's not condoning him. I'm just saying, however, if you are a person that loved Trump so much— Mm-hmm. This is not your moment right. to come <laughs> to out point and, and point any fingers because, I don't know, grab them by the pussy, I can't help myself, I just kiss them when I see them. Anything he's One. ever
2: done in
4: private. <laughs> <One>. <laughs> the One urinating word. on women. One word. Kavanaugh.
3: Yes, Ka- Brett Kavanaugh. And you're not allowed to talk anymore. Yeah, yeah, that's it. We're done now. We're done. So, now. Yep. Uncle Joe. Uh, but he's like grandpa. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, oh, grandpa, he did, did that again. The problem is, is
2: that <laughs> God damn it. The problem is, is that women that know him very, very well, sure, and men have all come forward saying that work with him, that are friends with him. He's family, touchy. Members, He's a touchy guy. That that's just the way he is. He's a very affectionate guy. Right. He touches you. He grabs man or woman. Grabs you by the shoulder, pulls you in, gives you a nice squeeze. And I'm like
3: that. I'm that kind of guy too. I'm very. I'm a touchy guy. Um, but I'm know. also not vice president. I would have never have been vice president. I never will be. But I, I <laughs> think standals. that his don't
4: don't sell yourself short, sure, Rocco. In today's world, anything is possible. Well, yeah, Trump's president.
2: But I think that his admission that yeah, I'm a real touchy guy, very affectionate, and that's who I've always been. But I also need to realize that. You know, things have changed, and I need to be more respectful respectful of, of people's personal space. He did say that, uh, so I I'm grateful that he said that. But if you if you just look at what happened with the Anita Hill hearings, mm-hmm. he, does a person change? Can the person change? Sure. Can we forget about how he acted during those hearings? Uh, you know, is that really the same person?
3: I I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Casey, you spent a lot of time with Joe Biden. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Were you touched <laughs> <laughs> emotionally? I mean,
1: I'm um, definitely emotionally. Uh, you know, it's it's hard. Like when remember when uh, Morgan Freeman. Kind of sort of got accused. Yeah. And everyone's like, ooh, America's grandpa. Or no, Kevin Spacey, that. America's dad. Yeah. And everybody was like no. really
2: no no no. Kevin Spacey yeah. was never anyone's America's dad.
3: Yeah. Well you take no. American view. No. Yeah, he he
4: was he was never anybody's dad. Are no. you kidding me?
3: I I I agree. He was
2: no. he America's was. dad was fucking Bill Cosby. I'm sorry. End of story. Or Bob Saget on Full
4: House. Uh, okay, also true.
3: Mr. Stevens. Cosby, why am I so drowsy? <laughs> Yeah.
1: So he was a few people's father.
3: Um no, but I agree I agree with Casey on Kevin Spacey.
4: At best Kevin Spacey was
3: America's abusive alcoholic (laughs) stepdad. Yeah. Still a dad. That people were okay with.
2: (laughs) Until they heard about what was going on.
3: Or, um, you know, the president. I mean, I loved House of Cards. Right. And to me that kind of fit. (laughs) <laughs> when it came out, oh, yeah. what he was doing, I was like, oh, you mean so he's the House of Cards character in real life? Mm. Um, but the thing it. is, you never saw House of Cards? Oh, <clears throat> you'd like it. Um, you would really like that. I'll put it.
4: Uh, I'll say this. Um, I am not a TV person. Like, I have a really hard time getting into TV shows what she said. these days. Like it's just, It's really hard for me to just sit in front of a screen and just switch off everything at I that level. That. But. House of Cards, actually, that's the closest I've seen a TV show come in a long time to really holding yeah. my interest yeah, for I an extended don't know. period. It's good. I like it. If
2: I'm going to watch something political, I'd rather it be real. Okay. I don't like pretend actually, political
4: stuff. Actually, House of Cards is all—the uh, the people who write that work with a lot of people who work up on the Hill and— a lot of the things. You mean that, all the people that
3: have been quitting? Yeah, all, uh,
4: a lot <laughs> of the. I'm out of here. A lot of the very shady and very awful looking things that occur during House of Cards. I'm sure it's very all close based, to the real thing. It's all based off of real accounts. If I'm going to get people. my
2: my political drama fix, I don't need to go to the pretend stuff. There's a lot well, of political drama that's happening that I I can get in the
3: real world. Well, if we're on this topic. Right, you, you bring up Kevin Spacey, bring up Bill Cosby, yeah. we bring up Morgan Freeman, all viable points. What about Cardi B? Oh, don't even get me started. Nope, this is my rant
4: for later so i will I will go off. Is on this, this your
3: fuck you? Oh, man, this is your fuck you I'm okay, s- yeah, all right okay. we're going to we'll, shelve that. We'll put a
2: pin in that
1: one. <laughs> okay, I don't know <laughs> what's going on with Cardi
3: B, so oh, I guess you're, we'll you're find out later. She, she was drugging men and she admitted, robbing admitted, them. To, uh, not oh. admitted,
2: she gloated. About drugging, uh, while she was a stripper, drugging men and then robbing them. Right.
1: Yeah, I did hear about
2: this. And it's just
3: kind of like, I know you weren't raping them, but Mm -hmm. is it okay? Does that make it okay? No, it doesn't. Okay. No, it's okay if you're a
4: police officer. Get him a paper bag. I'm going to come over
3: this goddamn sound desk. Somebody give him a paper bag. I
1: think it's okay if you're Robin Hood as well. (laughs) Ooh, If you give the money to, like, poor people
2: oh, okay Ooh. we have not another pin let's hold on that's a great point we got to move on though. okay so uh back to joe biden <laughs> at the end of <laughs> yeah. the day let's talk about joe biden let, this is the court that he's, he's our in guest next, he's standing next <laughs> he's standing in front of us how do we the four judges what do we give him what's his uh is it guilty or not guilty
3: all right i'm gonna i'm gonna start i'm gonna start joe joey grandpa um I'm going to need you to... Okay, um, we're just going to need a verdict. Oh, a verdict? Yeah. <laughs> just a straight-up verdict. Yep. Guilty. Verdict oh, and then guilty. what the
2: punishment is.
3: Come back to me. Okay. <laughs> I'm going
2: to go, Joe, you are guilty of being a creep and a weirdo, and I sentence you to uh, 100 hours of community service. Do you think I'm a creep and a weirdo? Oh, you've always been a creep and
3: a weirdo. All right, all right. So um, that's, so absolutely. Then this, is, this is fine
2: <laughs> So basically, you know, I would say he's in the wrong. He knows he's in the wrong. Um, these are past transgressions, though. Yep. Uh And he, he's owned up to it. And I, I personally believe that he wants to change and that his heart was in the right place for most of these things. But his hands were not. Right. Um, <laughs> so I think that the world I think the bum. world needs to know, and I think <laughs> he needs to know that he was wrong. But yep. at the same time, he doesn't need to go to jail. He doesn't need to lose whatever job. I mean, in my opinion, he could still run president um i'm not gonna vote for him but i don't think that that should be taken away from him
3: i don't think he should run after this whole thing interesting okay i don't think he should i think boot boot buddy gig buddy jig buddy gig, buddy jig jig but, but, a, gig? but a gig gig okay. but ge- buddy gig mayor pete <laughs> that's the one mayor pete yeah. uh, <laughs> that's what he kept saying people trying to pronounce his name uh mm. he just did this awesome speech on why make america great again is a lie like we didn't already know. Well, yeah, but I mean, he said it in such an eloquent way. So, first of all, he's gonna he's probably gonna run for president. Mm-hmm. He's openly gay. He's married. Um, US military served. Um, speaks seven languages. A Norwegian asked him a question in Norwegian, and he fucking turned and answered him in Rocco. Norwegian, damn. Rocco's getting I was a like a little bit of a semi talking boom. about this. Oh, I Oh, the things I—I I mean, um, semi, I mean, the desk would Ooh. be up. Yeah. Um. <laughs> this, the, I I I, th- I say everybody's we watch hands him. above the desk. <laughs> Hand check. <laughs> <laughs> I, g- <laughs> I give uh, I give him the critical mass endorsement. I'm Interesting. gonna. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You don't agree? I haven't heard much about him. You should
2: look. I, li- up. I like a guy that can speak seven languages. Yeah. Sounds good.
3: Good with his tongue. Where does he stand <laughs> on
2: uh, universal health care?
3: I mean, he's a liberal, so you can he put the pieces uh, together. The party um, is pretty divided. There, yeah.
4: I don't know right now. I don't know if there is a single Democratic candidate who has come out and said, "Hey, I'm running for president," that is there are. against universal health care. I believe healthcare. there are really.
2: Yeah, I, I do believe I. Could I mention could I say them right now? No, but I I can get back to you. I don't understand you. You could be right. You I could be right. The, but the I feel thing like But I feel that. like there are.
3: Why would you be against universal health care? Uh, because, because they're
2: more centrist liberals. They're people that want to get people from the other side of the aisle to vote for But them.
3: anyone. Your health care is covered in your taxes. Why is that a problem? Because oh, they don't want
2: to pay more taxes.
3: Because they have their fingers in the insurance companies and right. they're getting money. No, yeah. the insurance companies have their finger up
2: them.
1: Yeah. That's how it works. So I will just say, my uh, my wife's from Canada, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and we're universal. She is uh, universal healthcare is a thing. Mm -hmm. There's many Canadians who do not like universal healthcare that are also democratic (laughs) and liberal. And Mm -hmm. the reason why is because unless it's something almost life threatening, or your hand's gonna get chopped off, or needs to get put back on, whatever, (coughs) (laughs) then. You're waiting a very long time to get something normal done. Just so, And also, their taxes are disgusting. Oh, yeah. That's very true. Good 40% or more Mm -hmm. going straight. You will never see that money again. And you hope it's just because if you get a cough, you're going to have to wait three months to see your doctor. So just saying, like, I don't know actually where I stand on it, to be quite okay. honest with you, because of those reasons. Okay. Yeah.
2: We've heard a lot from Canadians about their particular version of healthcare. We've heard a lot of good things and a lot of bad things. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's true. All that we know in this country is that a conservative think tank put together uh, a, a test, a study, to see economically – if it was viable, and it actually proved to be in the long run cheaper than the way we're doing things now. Then I'm for that. And on top of that, Americans are spending and their employers. Keep that in mind. The employer here has to put up a lot of change depending on your health Very true. Coverage. So much money that they're not even calculating into their taxes. No. Yes, my taxes are, let's spitball, 30%, okay? Yeah. But I'm paying over $9,000 a year Mm -hmm. in health care
4: premiums for being partially covered. When I tell people what my company covers for our health insurance premium, people are blown away. Well, you work for it.
3: I got to bleep that out. But well then, why <laughs> did you point to it like I was supposed I to? I think say he was it. supposed to. I yeah. was yes, yeah, so yeah. not say it yeah. out loud. Well, you caught on. Thanks, Casey. Um, <laughs> yes. No, I pronounced it wrong. It's the the guest gets it. My the, co-host is a moron. The, <laughs> I work for the U.S. Postal Service, by the way. Yeah, but you have a union. Hmm. I don't have a union. I don't have a union either. Yeah, actually, I've already called your bosses. <laughs> You're
2: fired. <laughs>
4: Well, I believe it. <laughs> well, Andrew, we
3: had, we had a good run. <laughs> we, we had a so, good your employer
4: run. pays a lot, is you, what you're saying? Yes. They, yeah, they so, take. But, but it's what I get for health insurance is extremely uncommon. Is I... it good coverage? Uh, yes. It's okay. very good coverage.
3: I get great coverage, too, through my company that you're aware of. Mm-hmm. However, I pay out my ass. Mm. I mean, I pay out my ass. Coverage is fantastic right everything including my daughter but i mean you have you have options M- most people have options but still this is like i it's I, like my anus hurts just talking about it right
2: right yeah. so if you calculate all that money that you are spending for premiums every 2 weeks or every month versus what you'd be paying in higher taxes sure i mean just move that money over if but I'm, are are you willing nine,
1: to wait to see a doctor
2: now the the way that the, the canadian healthcare system works from what i've heard is that it's privately executed so there are private doctors private hospitals etc in a universal system right so
3: but you still you wait you go
2: to a private doctor and and if you don't like the way that they're treating you or etc. You have the choice to go elsewhere. Whereas in a British system, for example, all doctors, all hospitals are government workers.
1: I I will say like I got sick in London and mm-hmm. I literally walked in, they looked at me for like five minutes and they're like, here's some drugs go. Right. And I was like, what's my bill? And they're like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And I was like, What? Yeah. What? Yeah. That was the the most beautiful thing ever, And I was a foreigner. You know what I mean? That's like a, that was insane. So you I alien. guess like maybe not like Canadian. Maybe there's some sort of thing in like uh, Sweden or Switzerland yeah. where like a dad can take off a year from work and you get covered for paternity leave, yep. which I think is awesome. smart. Right. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Like I think it makes sense. Um, yeah. I, whatever the case may be, our health care system is fucked and we do need it violently reformed. Oh, and yeah. I'm all for that. Absolutely.
3: Yeah. My company does zero for paternity. Zero. Yeah. And I'm got to think about that too. Yeah. And New York just passed a law where if your company does nothing, they'll pay 65% of your pay to you. hmm I have a mortgage. I have- <laughs> yeah, You can't
2: afford- I have a second 50%? child. I have a
3: five-year-old. Yeah. I have a wife, and now I have a baby that's coming. How the fuck am I going to live on 65% of my pay? hmm so I have to try and make it up somehow <laughs> else. I'm banking all my PTO and I'm just going to take a month off in PTO and I mean, then I'm just so I get 100% of my pay and then I'm going to work from home for like a month,
4: for another month. Yeah. I mean if you need some help filling, you know, fill in the gap in in the budget or something. I mean, I got 5 bucks if you want to climb under the desk here
3: <laughs> when they leave. Okay, oh when they leave.
2: He's he's ripping you off dude. That's it. blowjob
3: first of all how dare you (laughs) the extra the extra $2 was just a tip yeah that was charity just the tip (laughs) just to see how it feels well this this got really lowbrow it got yeah it went from like up here we're just discussing politics just penis humor yeah just awful penis humor well on that note, why don't we take a break? Take a break.
2: We'll come back and we'll get we'll get real into the rock connoisseur. Mm. Yeah, we're going to get
3: inside the rock connoisseur.
2: Well, not, that's a little too close.
3: A little too close? Yeah. We're, gonna, we're go. not going to Joe Biden it then.
2: Right. <laughs> right. No, ah. hair, no hair sniffing. No, none of that. All, All right. right. Well, on that note,
3: we'll be right back. <laughs> Seriously, grow up. <laughs> Are you a small business looking to advertise on Critical Mass Podcast? Well, check us out on our Facebook page, at Critical Mass Podcast 69. Contact us there to find out what your options are. We'd love to get the word out there about your business. Check us out. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What an audience. What an audience. Oh,
0: what an audience.
3: O- Just shooting my guns off. Yeah, there you go. You killed two audience members. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. Just to point them up, not at the oh. audience. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> <You see? laughs> left.
4: Like they're all dead. Now, so they're they, left. now they're afraid to clap. Yeah. Right?
3: Well, um, we're back. We're here with our guest, Casey. Uh, the. The rock connoisseur. Or just rock connoisseur. Well, if
2: you look for them, just look for rock connoisseur. And uh, spell connoisseur correctly. Yeah, that's, that's the hard. hardest part, <laughs> right. It Took me a good two years you
3: to should figure have that out. <laughs> <laughs>
4: you should have seen me and Rocco down here last night when we were trying to, like, we were working through some of the audio stuff. We went to pull up uh, some of the clips from your show. Yeah. Like, con- and, and the two of us are
3: sitting like, Conno- How do you spell how? connoisseur? It's, con- it's two ends. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's two N's. We're down here yeah. half cocked. You know, yeah. I think it's two N's. <laughs> But anyway,
2: anyway, so as the rock connoisseur, okay, y- you go around and you uh, review food and and wine and beer and other things like that. Yeah, less review,
3: more of like it, a
2: an experience. It reader. is, yeah, because we live in a world now where the customer is driving very specifically in the direction that they want to go for whatever product that they're that they're enjoying, whether or not it's and drink related, whether or not it's customer experience with anything where they're a customer. Even people that aren't customers if, if they could be in a way for example um, let's say you don't own Netflix but maybe you will someday. Netflix is thinking about that. Yeah. Um, if it's comedy for example, you might, you might do reviews on comedy shows booking agents and comedy clubs are thinking about who are we trying to reach are they happy, are they not? So when it comes to restaurants, with this culture that we live in now where the customer is unfortunately not always right, but where the customer has the power for to the write question. to write a review on Yelp or any other any number of ways really. Where does the rock connoisseur stand in the mixture of how a restaurant or food business is received?
0: Mm. Mm,
2: does a restaurant mm. want the rock connoisseur to be a part of their marketing campaign or would or you know i mean what i'm saying is basically a lot of customers whether they're right or wrong are driving people to or or from businesses and how do you play into that
1: that's a good question Thank it was a really you. good I, question. I, it took me It was a good lead up.
2: I a, a year and a half to
1: write. I <laughs> took a shot every time you said customer. But yes.
4: It was so he's
3: drunk right now. Yeah. Dan <laughs> so I'm ready has for been this
4: working question. on that question since the first episode. <laughs> customer, uh, consumer you, No, of no.
1: Yeah, it's no, it's good. Um so I think what it is for me as a longtime uh Food Network fan. Mm-hmm. Um and what I wanted to do was emulate that experience of watching the Food Network, which I love. But also, when you watch things on, uh, um, what am I trying to say? The news, right? Mm-hmm. You usually see a host maybe going, Here, I'm at the uh, Yancey's Fancies, you know, cheese factory. Mm-hmm. And then you see clips of the cheese, and then you see the owner talking about the cheese. And then you go back to the host, probably going, and there we are at the factory. Go eat their cheese. Yeah. And then that's it. Mm-hmm. So I felt I wanted to do something where, whether you believe me or not, whether you like my face or not, whatever. But like a guided host, to me, seems like a lot more of an experience that if you can believe me and you like my personality, you might say, okay, Casey ate that quesadilla. That's the one that I want. And okay. so Casey's quesadillas. Exactly. I didn't.
3: That's what you got out of that? You, no. Well, <laughs> I mean, I didn't want to
1: say it. I didn't want to spoil anything.
4: But yes. So, so you're basically like a less coked up version of Guy Fieri. That is definitely it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That's yeah. it. I have slightly less hair. <laughs> yeah. You don't you don't reside in Flavortown. <laughs> so oh, okay. you live, like in a <laughs> suburb i kind of outside of Flavortown. Yeah. yeah. I've looked small Google commute. Maps. I can't find
3: Um it. So but to piggyback off of that so to piggyback off that question, so I think you answered this a little bit, you're you're a big fan of, of the food network, right? Yeah. So obviously like before you had Rock Connoisseur, I knew you from Don't Forget a Towel. Well, I knew you in other ways. We don't need to talk about that. Um, <laughs> but regardless, and it was nothing bad. I just don't want to bring up the company we used to work Dan, for. Dan,
4: because um, I, I see the confused look on your face. When when Rocco says that he knew Casey previously, he he means biblically. Yeah, That's biblically. what I was yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yes. Um, I knew you from, from Don't Forget a Towel. From, you know, our incredible love of Star Wars, mm-hmm. um, you know, and all things all things nerdy. Borderline right? unhealthy. Yes. Um it's And disgusting. then I see <laughs> And then I see you're doing this this foodie kind of thing. Yeah. Like where where does your love of like that food and that like where does that come from? You know, from like Nerd culture, Star Wars. I know people can like different things. I'm not saying you know what I mean. It's not weird. I'm just saying, where does are you your saying love there's a food... connection between nerd culture and foodies? No, I'm just like you know. Typically, I I mean I I don't I guess I don't see that. You know what oh, I mean? People that are engrossed in the nerd culture are you usually eating Taco Bell, branch and, out into and doing what he's doing, awful yeah, diarrhea. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what don't I mean? Don't become foodies typically. Correct. Right, and right. you're actually, I mean, watching Rock kind of story. You're a well-versed foodie. You know what the fuck it is that you're talking about, right? So where where did that come from? Is that a family thing? Is that just you? Like, just where where did that come from? Family thing.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. So my uh, grandma was a cook for the local hospital. In only in New York for 30 years. Oh, wow. So uh, she's from down south. She was a really, really good cook. And Mm -hmm. um, so she instilled that kind of want to cook and that want to find, like, fresh ingredients and great food, blah, blah, blah. So that was part of it. And then when I moved here in Rochester, it was around 2008, but I had family here since 2001. And I remember... There was no foodie scene. If you you guys are all from here, right? Yeah. Uh,
2: well, I've not. definitely noticed in the last you know five, five six ten years. years yeah, yeah. That
1: not only has the foodie
2: scene exploded, but there's been a sort of explosion of uh, cocktail revival, if you will.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that's the cocktail yeah. revival series is it in its sixth iteration this year? Wow. Um, which is a Damn. thing that happens for like a week where they bring in like celebrity uh bartenders to go to like the revelry or cure or all around rochester the and we'll do their stuff delicious yeah um but yeah so i remember you know for all those other years i was just eating at applebee's or you know all those <laughs> other shitty tra- chain places because i didn't i didn't really know what was out there yeah and then um once there was like that you know, craft beer explosion yep. and then i guess the cocktail thing and then all these like small businesses just started growing up mm-hmm. and i am a big fan of small business and entrepreneurs and everything yep. like that so i think that's when i kind of keyed into the idea of like "Ooh, maybe there's something in this yelp mm-hmm. too mm-hmm. honestly as much as businesses can shit on yelp and i do agree with that um a lot of places got business because of Yelp. Right. Yep. yep. And it's I'm a sorry. double-edged sword.
3: It, it really is, is, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So That's interesting. Coming to coming back to that, you mentioned your grandma being a cook. So are you a cook as well? Do you do the cooking in the house? Does the wife, do you both do it together? Is it like cuz for my wife and I, she went to culinary school. Oh. She is, my wife can Did she really? Yeah. She is in incredible when it comes to cooking right but something we find that's fun is we cook together and what that means is she barks orders at me and i chop vegetables and (laughs) then i cry you're the sous chef yeah yeah. (laughs) exactly when
4: you guys are doing that in the kitchen and she's like yelling at you do you respond with yes chef
3: she's like chop up those carrots you're like yes chef it turns her on so yes um
2: we got to get a camera in there i mean we're talking about basically master chef home series
3: yeah yeah i've always tried to get my wife to go on I'm i like, just you should petition you should try to get on to master chef and she's always like the pressure my wife's very meek very quiet she's like, oh yeah, I know she'd I'd, crack i'd break down she would crack right away uh, but she's in a gifted chef yeah, yeah so the but the thing is is i guess do you guys cook do you cook or are you just like straight up foodie i go out to eat what's your uh we
1: cook we do it's not a ton um my wife's Indian, so she'll make some Indian dishes from time to time. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, I love Indian food. I, oh, I do love too. So like that's been like, ooh, okay, that's really nice. But um, I I do cook, and I am a good cook. I just go out to
3: eat quite a bit too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, and and just bringing bringing up your your wife um, she must be a super awesome lady um just like with you like doing like doing this because i can tell the way you talk about this and the way we're listening this is a very passion this is very passionate for you this is a passion You. this is about as passionate
1: as i could be outside
3: of star wars (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah and fair enough um you know i'm i'm holding my tongue (laughs) fuck you you don't like star wars no, I, he just makes fun of me for my love of Star <laughs> Have Wars. Have you thought
4: about doing an episode on the Cantina, Mo Eisley?
3: Oh my god,
1: yes! Oh my gosh! Oh, uh, Rock
3: Connoisseur a... episode that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. That'd I did
1: awesome. go to the Cantina that's in um, Los Angeles.
3: That's awesome. Yeah, that, that's, really that's awesome.
1: like it looks like. Yeah, Mo Eisley Cantina. It was pretty sweet.
3: That's awesome. A wretched hive of scum and villainy. Um, yes, Dan. Hi. Uh, what's that? <clears throat> so the original Star Wars Episode Four it's where <laughs> this is what i get this is he asks a question yeah, yeah. Where, hey, are, where are we hey dan oh shit all right so back to my question um <laughs> so i'm assuming she's obviously very supportive of your passion yes right? um but like where uh, what did you say just i want to start a show about food and she was just like okay <laughs> like you know like where did that I,
1: you know what? Kind of. Oh, yeah, wow. okay. I'm not even joking. Like I, so I worked in management for years and years. Yeah. And um, when you mentioned, don't forget a towel. Yep. That came out of my love for geeky things, geek pop culture more than anything. And Chris
3: is going to be an epi- uh guest on our show. I don't know if he told you, your buddy Chris, who helps you with the website.
1: My what, Chris Walk? Chris Walk? Yeah.
3: Really? Yeah. He reached out to me. And I reached back out to him. Okay. and I was like, "We'd love to have you on. We're having Casey on." And he goes, "Yeah, I, uh, but know. he
1: lives in California. Does he really?"
4: Yeah.
3: Well, how the fuck did? Why did he say yes though? <laughs> <laughs> I I said, I you the he said, "I'd love show on thinks, the phone." Yeah,
4: he, he <laughs> thinks we're probably legit enough that we could get him on the phone or something. So,
3: um, I'm, I'm
1: sorry. Stu- that's why I kind of gave you a blank look, like, uh, "Okay, maybe." I'm
3: stupid. <laughs> I'm stupid because I said, oh, we'd love to have you on the show. We're having Casey. And he goes, that was an
1: absolute would,
2: idiot. He
3: goes, that'd be great. I'll love to, I'd love to come on. And I said, all right, I'll reach out to you next season. Okay. All right, Um, right, let's move on. Well, by next <laughs> season, you'll figure out the phone call. Oh, I, well,
4: we we I was not ready to start tackling that problem. But, uh, but now we're going to have to. But apparently that has just been moved up on the timeline. So, Casey. Thank you, Rocco. You I appreciate spend, that.
2: You've spent a lot of time restaurants.
3: oh god well, i just am, i'm just right now I bashing know. my head against the wall my You're disappointment is immeasurable oh. and my day is ruined <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah. <laughs> um
2: okay so you spend a lot of time in restaurants oh, yeah Oh God. without naming restaurants or names is there one what's a what's a pet peeve of yours when it comes to the dining experience
1: shitty customer service
2: okay paramount sure. Just from servers or... I'll
1: give you an example last night. Yes. So you're drinking the cookies and cream from Roarbox, which is delicious. So there's two Roarbox uh, taps at the place that I went to. okay. Okay. I'm great. I love cookies and cream love all that but I have lactose intolerant which makes my job sometimes <laughs> <That's pretty laughs> questionable yeah. Yeah, I'll Jesus. still eat it yeah yeah I just make sure you know there's we, a toilet near we have number This is of the rock connoisseur
2: the coming to you from the bathroom <laughs>
1: Yes exactly special reports are done there so uh, I most,
4: most film crews have like somebody on them that's in charge of safety and you know okay if something happens this is what we do. Casey has somebody on his crew that specifically goes in and makes sure that they know where. Every bathroom on <laughs> <in> the <laughs> premises. All right, is. so Casey, there's a bathroom
3: there and a bathroom. <laughs> bathrooms, <laughs> bathrooms are located at the front. Yeah, the his restaurant. Own, he
2: gets a star with his name on it on the stall. Yes. <laughs> yeah,
1: I wish it was untrue. But, uh,
2: <laughs> but you were saying, so a customer service here at this restaurant.
1: Yeah, so I'm at this restaurant. I see they've got two taps for Roarbox. They uh-huh. have a scotch ale, they have the cookies and cream. Scotch ale standard. Always. I love scotch ale. So I said, well, yeah. give me a scotch ale. So she brings over this very, very dark stout.
2: You're like, okay. And I
1: know a couple <laughs> things about beer, at least in the sense of what an ale Just looks like and a in a stout looks like. And I go, This is not that. And yeah. she was like, No, this is what they gave me. I took a drink. Nope. I'm still right. This is not yeah. this tastes like Do you know who mil- I am? This tastes like a milkshake. <laughs> yeah. And then um, she was like, Yeah, this isn't. And then I gave it to, you know, my friend. He drinks it. He goes, Yeah, this is definitely cookies and cream. So she goes back. This-
2: is she the one who oh, yeah. poured the drinks?
1: No. She received the drink from the bartender. Okay. But, but... if the customer says... I guess... So then, you know, she brought it back, and I got the ale, and I was like... I go, listen, just so you know, like, this is what... And I held it up to light. I go, this is what the ale looks like. This is what stuff looks like. This is
2: an ale. It ends in ale. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I, you know, I wasn't, like... I wasn't a dick or anything. I was just like, hey, this is just how it is. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, for me, like... I I debate about the customer is always right because obviously there's many times when they're not. Yes. Yeah. But if somebody says, Hey, this isn't what I ordered. You don't say like, Oh, maybe you just go, let me go check on it. You know what I mean? And like, what's it to you? Because again, you didn't pour it. It's possible that they just fucked up and I'm sorry. Like for you as the waitress, just go,
3: okay, let me go check. Done. Done. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And, you know, coming from oh, that's I like this. So um, coming from someone who who is a foodie who goes out to eat and everything like that, do you believe in standard tipping or do you believe straight up in tipping based on service? Because I am based on service. If you are good at your job, you're going to get a fu- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be very generous. I'm a very generous tipper. Yeah. But when it, I'm receiving the service, I should be receiving. If you do an OK job, you'll get the standard tip. If you do an absolutely shitty job, you are be lucky to get anything. I have literally left a place so angry, I didn't even leave a tip for the waitress. Fuck fuck you. Mm. Like even if you just do the standard job, like you don't have to be friendly and smile, just right. bring me the food in a timely manner, be professional, you know, I'm going to give you the standard tip. And that's okay. And if you're above and beyond, fuck, I'm going to give you $10 on a $5 order because you made my night and you deserve it. Right. But, like, if you're that shitty, what do you expect? You know what I mean? Like, what are your thoughts on that?
1: You know, yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? Like, I understand that every job has its ups and downs. Sure, and sure. You're always going to have a, a day, you know, like I kind of put myself in people's minds like, oh, maybe their babysitter didn't come and maybe their kid's in the back. And you know what I mean? Like, this is like their maybe
2: day. their dad just died and they're like, they have no choice to, but to come to work right. and they're completely out of their mind.
1: Right. So there's things like that where I kind of will step into their heads, even yeah. though I shouldn't and even though it's not my problem, et cetera um but to your point yes i at that point i would but give you them the standard i'll have some empathy and i'll give them a standard tip even if they were shitty okay. y- i mean you have to go real shitty in order for me to not give you a tip it has to be like like
2: i have to see you spit in my food or at least for like me, pour
1: a bowl of soup on a small child and just laugh about it you know right. what i mean like something like
3: that <laughs> like <laughs> things we've all done yeah yeah of course yeah yeah, yeah. i
2: i, I Yeah, I I think I agree with Casey. It would have to be something really, really, really awful. Heinous. And I think a lot of the the frustration that I get out of dining somewhere, it's not usually with the server. I have a lot of respect for people that do something I can't. Yeah. So when people take orders and get 99% of the order right, for me, that's a win. You know, she comes back and she forgot one of the sides that I ordered, or she comes back and forgot the sauce. I don't hold it against her because there's no way or him that I could ever do what they do, and I give them a lot of credit. Yeah, well, yeah. And just because they were shitty with me, for example, doesn't mean that they haven't been busting their ass all night and doing a good job elsewhere.
3: So I I like to give the benefit of the doubt there. I don't know. I worked in the food industry. I've worked in this in the industry, and I've always been awesome. I'm great with my customers. I'm boisterous, loud, even if they don't like it. I'm personable. I enjoy it. Always Can have. you
2: name it without naming it? Naming, name it without where naming it. Where have you worked in the food industry?
3: Um, multiple pizzerias, including one where I was a waiter at it. And it was actually here in Gates. No a longer waiter? Exists. Yeah. Wow. Where they would sit and you'd yeah. go to the table. But I was also, so I was a delivery guy and a waiter. And the well, guy, you're <laughs> the yet. owner goes, You talk a lot. Yeah. There's three people that need to be served out there. And the waitress <laughs> didn't come in. Can you go serve them? Put an apron on, to you know the motif of. For the how place. long were you doing that? Oh, less than a year, Dan. Less yeah. than a year, but I got great tips and everybody liked talking to me. Huh. You know, so I it's a standard I hold people to. Just fucking talk to me. I'm a human being, right? You know what I mean? Like, I'm not gonna bite you.
1: I, I yeah, no, I'll t- I'll say this to your point: working customer service for so long. I also feel that even if I had a shitty customer, mm-hmm. the next customer is probably not. And I would say that 98% of the customers that you deal with are really nice. Mm-hmm. 2% are the ones that are shitty, and those are the ones that most people focus on. Mm-hmm. I was always really nice in customer service mm-hmm. and really cheerful even you know over the phone doing that kind of mm-hmm. tech support mm-hmm. uh, customer service as well. So to your point, I kind of don't see an excuse. Mm-hmm. Like I remember one day I worked... Uh, that grandma that I was telling you about, I found out on the phone, like she passed away and I didn't have my replacement in yet. So I had like a couple hours of myself and the customers and it was a very good distraction for me to be like not in my own head, yeah. you know, crying. So I still maybe I wasn't the most cheerful, but I tried because yeah. I knew like. Okay, this is a good distraction at this point. Like, my grandma just passed away. Holy shit! Like, I'm go- I'm about to enter a world of just depression. Yeah. So yes. let me have this actual like a little piece of peace. Yep. At work, and I always still thought I gave pretty good customer service. Maybe I had a tear in my eye or something. Yeah. But yeah. You know what I mean.
2: Yeah. Just like an emotional.
4: Record. He was very. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, and- um. <laughs> In his moment We're gonna of, going to go elsewhere. In his moment of despair, he
3: decided to focus on servicing his customers. Boom,
1: yeah, boom, boom. yeah,
3: boom. I like it. The title of his book. Dan, d- more questions. I've asked a lot.
2: You've asked a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just. I'm I think, think you've
3: asked one. <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> tired. One fucking question. <laughs> I'm, I'm just getting tired. I, I personally, <laughs> I'm a lazy person. Seating. I think. Seating, <laughs> I think seating, <laughs> Dan, ask him a question. Will you please? <laughs> Casey,
2: I, I think yeah. seating is really important in the dining experience as well. Why are you laughing? Because I'm an idiot. Yeah, you are.
1: <laughs> I'm waiting. Okay. Um,
2: For example, uh, I was at a chain restaurant. I won't say which one. Yeah. It rhymes with Schmapplebee's.
3: Okay. Okay. Schnapplebee's. <laughs> That's a new, new place. It's really
2: good. My wife and I do not enjoy going there. Um, but you go there anyway. But for some reason, we were just like, oh, we got this gift card. We don't want to make food. Let's just use it. Take the girls. You know what I mean? We we didn't have high expectations. Yeah. Okay? First of all, never get a steak there. They're awful. Yeah. And Don't get any food there, really. But if you have a gift card, fine. So we're going there, and there's a section that's kind of narrow, and there's a huge long table full of people, and it is packed. Okay. As if it were someone's birthday, right? And- so what they do, it, and a lot of think times you'll notice in restaurants, they, they pack in the, as many tables as they can yeah. to get more people to yep. sell more food, etc., instead of spacing it out and making it more comfortable for people. So this entire section is empty except for this giant table filled with people. Where do you think the server sat us?
1: <laughs>
2: right, right, right next, yeah. next to, to them. them. Yeah. To the point where I couldn't even pull my chair out almost.
1: Yeah, that's disheartening. <laughs> and
2: actually. and then I actually was so just annoyed, I said to a different person that was walking around, because this is where the hostess sat us. I think I said to the waitress, look, we're just going to go sit over there, okay? Yeah. And she's like, uh, all right. And then it looked rude because it was like, we don't want to be next to you people, you know? We mean but, you people. But yes, we don't want to be next to you people. But it's not because of who you are as a person. It's because I can smell your food. Yeah. Like, I want to be over here. Yeah, yeah. So those, those are the things that sort of get me. It's, it's kind of how a restaurant is run yeah. and less about the accuracy because there's going to be mistakes here and there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, So to me, that's, that's just as important as far as customer service goes, not just how I'm treated face-to-face, which, <laughs> by the way, if I walk into a restaurant, I expect a hello. Yeah. A- a- am I that entitled?
3: But that's the thing is you – I think that – and I. And, and tell me if you agree with me. I think expectations need to be tempered based on where you're going and how much you're spending.
2: Correct. Yeah, if you're okay, going to – Okay, but uh, if I walk into right. Moe's, they literally say, welcome to Moe's.
3: I know. Welcome to Moe's. Yeah, so how and, is it so hard for a, and, a hostess to go, hello, as a, we'll
4: be right with you? And as a customer, when I go into Moe's, and all of those people with their dead glassy eyes. <laughs> I know, I know. I I'm know, just it's like, a terrible
3: example. But come on, I know, guys. don't say it
2: here. You don't <laughs> have but to. Don't say it. I don't care. But like,
3: and I don't know if you've been there, Casey, so please Mo's? speak on this. No, not Moe's. Oh, I was going <laughs> to say, the wife and I, for our five-year anniversary, we went to Nosh. Okay. And um, because she, obviously being an ex-chef, you know, she wanted to go somewhere that was very highly reputable and a little expensive. And I said, let, let me take it there. I got reservations and we went. Yeah. Now, I knew that that check was going to be well over $100. <clears throat> right. And when I got that, when I left and when I got that bill, I didn't even care. It could have been $200 based on the place, mm-hmm. the experience, mm-hmm. the service, the food and the cocktails. So my expectations walking into this place were fucking high based on what I've read, what I've seen, and how much I knew I was going to be paying, right? They hit every expectation without fail. And I just signed I – I gave a $25 tip and fucking <laughs> signed it, not even caring. So I guess my question is, does that make – is that something you think about as well, being a foodie, cost, what you're paying – you know, we we look at Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay's very—he's a he- hero of mine. Yeah, he looks at how much the customer is paying, and he demands perfection because of what the customers are paying. Is that am I crazy or? Well, you're crazy, but you might be right about that stuff. Casey, thoughts?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, I know I'm not going to get the same experience at a Panera or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Versus a a Nosh or something. Um, but again. That also is a pretty big separation between what's locally owned versus chain as well. So, Good if point. I go into a place like you just described, like a Nosh, like probably it's one owner, probably it's one restaurant. Now, it's different if it's Gordon Ramsay or, I don't know, Chef Morimoto, and they've got a bunch of them. Yeah. But, like, these are like Michelin star chefs yeah. where I'm spending $100 for, like, you know, a freaking tortilla yeah. With, yeah. <laughs> with like a piece of guacamole that. Yep. You know, whatever. So, um, yeah, you know, if I'm spending hundreds of dollars on my
4: meal, then yes, of course, I expect it to be like A+++. plus. Yeah. Plus. For the sake of shameless plugging of my <laughs> food loves, um, you did well with Nosh. You were very close to where you should have been, but not quite. If you go around the corner of that building. <laughs> sure. In the back, there's a little... A Taco Bell. There, No, there's... <laughs> a, <laughs> No, what it's place? a place called Old Pueblo Grill. Yeah, it yeah. is a taco place. Yeah, yeah. Some of the best fucking tacos I have ever had in my life. Oh, really? Right hands down by a wide fucking margin. Oh, wow! Best tacos I've ever had. Wow. Oh. You go oh. in there, you get. They got a whole menu. You can get three tacos mm-hmm. for eleven bucks. They have an entire menu <laughs> of tacos. <laughs> okay,
3: <laughs> it's such a fucking.
4: I hate you so much. I dude.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, check check it out. Old sometime. Pueblo Grill. Yeah, it's 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 in that same building. Yeah, area as as Nosh. It's just around the back, around the corner. Okay,
3: all right, right yeah. on. I will put. The, I will have things. Have you been there before? Follow oh, your nose.
1: Yeah. So the owner of Nosh. Yeah. And then the chef, who's Joe. And I'm j- sorry, Joe, if you happen to ever listen to this, and I. Cannot He's pronounce a, your Joe's last name. Joe's a big name. fan. He's Joe Z, a huge, big fan. huge listener. Joe Z <laughs> <laughs> listens to every episode. Um, <laughs> same chef, yeah. same executive oh, chef. Okay. So he came from Arizona way. Yeah. Uh, uh. So his idea was to bring the Southwest taco scene here to Rochester, yeah. and so I, yeah.
4: I grew up in the Southwest. Before I moved out here, I lived in the in the Four Corners area. Yeah. My, my early childhood was in Arizona, mm-hmm. um, and the rest of it was in uh, southwest Colorado. Um, so that kind of cuisine, that's that's what I was brought up in. That's what I was brought around. So one of the things that hurt my foodie soul the most when I moved out here was the general low quality of, <laughs> of Mexican food. Yeah. Because I'm used to real Mexican food from, you know, the southwest. So for the longest time I was like, oh, uh, you know, I mean like it's a close it's a close approximation and and it works, but it's not quite there. Mm-hmm. And then me and me and K dub went to uh went to old Pueblo Grill once because I had heard about it. Yeah.
3: Oh my god, it was like I was back home.
4: OPG. Awesome. Yeah. OPG.
3: So it's so you've been there as well. Yep. Oh okay. yeah, for sure. Right on yeah right on yeah i uh i love nosh, I love their cocktails, the experience, all of it, it yeah. was it was fantastic, um, and we wanna get out and we wanna definitely like do we wanna do more. You know, we want to go to. Uh, is that a t- that place at Delago where you had your episode? Is that place still open? Yeah, yeah, okay.
1: Portico by Fabio Portico, Viviani. That's right. Yes, uh,
3: that and they had the the in the jar carbonara in the, the jar carbonara in the jar. Yeah, yes. I make a carbonara for my wife. Um, she's the only thing that I make that's good. <laughs> 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 but I saw them in the jar and that's I was like, including his children. Oh, sh- oh, wow. You can go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, I, um, I thought it. Andrew said it. Yeah. Well, you know you're gay. So <laughs> oh, I didn't know that was an insult. Don't even. Stop. Boom. Oh. Oh. I just got smoked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They we, don't.
4: They don't approve of. of yeah, your, the audience. Your hate burn
3: him. audience hates me. Yeah. But anyway, um. He's a witch. So. So. In terms of restaurants, um, you know, and I don't know if you can answer this or not, but like, what would you say your favorite place you've been to <laughs> is? Right, I don't know if you can answer this or not. <laughs> like, well, yeah, you know,
1: I can tell you some of my favorites. I'll I won't t- say. Well,
3: it. I'll I'll also
1: say like I can't like. What's your favorite, you know, horror movie? What's you know, like, there's I can't say like Fair. this let me, is. Let it. me
4: try and let me try and rephrase it to see if i can land what Rocco is trying yeah. to get at. If you, Casey, were sitting at home one night and you're like, "Hey, I think I want to go out have a nice meal." What where is your go-to? Where is the place that you love to go to? That's a f- like, that's fair. Like me, me and me and my wife, we we're foodie people too. We binge-watch Food Network like you probably do from yeah. time to time. Just all the time.
2: Um, He's probably never been to a place more than once.
1: I've been to a few places more than a few times. Oh, so, yeah. So we, oh. We,
4: we like going and finding new, new, interesting places to eat. You should check out this show. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Rock <laughs> oh. Oh. I think that would cover we, it. I think that, well, well done. Well we done. Like, <laughs> we like finding the new, yeah. interesting places, but of course, we also have. Uh, uh, a few select places that yeah. are our, our go-to fallback. Yeah, this, this we know we like it here. We're gonna go here. What are those kind of places for for you?
1: Okay, Nosh for sure. I do go. I've been multiple times to Nosh. Mm. Oh, um, so good. In the yeah, so that's that's one of them. Uh, right around the corner from our house for Italian food is um, New Cheese. Don't ever go in there and sit down but if you ever want really good italian food to order out. Yeah. Pricier, but you can get a couple meals out of it. Very good. Okay. Um also Mama G's out in Henrietta. Okay. Some of the best italian food that I've had. Really? Because of so for me for italian food it's like really comfort food. So yeah. even if the quality isn't like five star, if you give me a lot of it, I will be happy. <laughs> right. That's <laughs> that's, that's, that's fair. very true. Yeah, yeah. So they have this gnocchi dish and they make all their pasta mm-hmm. homemade, which I also will give you an extra you, like yeah. star for that. Yeah. So I think I got three meals out of their gnocchi plate because nice. you can order it and then a side, you can also get a side of pasta like you would get french fries or something they give you another whole plate of pasta to eat oh, plus wow. bread There's i'm just pasta, like would you like a side of pasta th- literally that's what it, i go this is a side of pasta with my pasta right and yeah. she was like yeah and i go okay All right. that's what i'll do
3: it's go time
1: yeah um and then you know i like uh actually just
4: kn- thinking about that carb because of the, because of my dieting now like my whole my whole gut system has reworked itself now yeah just thinking about that level of carbon take at once hurts my stomach. Oh God! It's
1: uh... So, have you gone to Vula's? No. So Vula's on Monroe, um, is uh, I guess it's Greek. Yeah, yeah, and I thought it was just because it says like Vula's Greek sweets. So for me, in my head, I've always assumed it was just a place to get Greek desserts, yeah, yeah. which I don't like to be honest with you. I me mean neither, to be. But either. it's not. It has the best brunch, really? one of the best brunches in Rochester. Really, there's a Greek dessert for that sure. I love, and I
2: forget the name. It's not spanakopita. Baklava. That's baklava. Yeah, yeah. I is is like a a baklava. I
4: love baklava. Yeah, yeah spanakopita so is, is, is
2: the entree that I like. Yeah. So as far as Greek goes, that's what I would get. The so and the baklava.
1: <laughs> yeah, but try I try like uh, try voulas. It's it's okay. Insane, and they do vegan dishes. Mm-hmm. And for someone who's <laughs> lactose intolerant, I always appreciate that. <laughs> Of yeah. course. No, that makes so, sense. I mean, I could go with a list, but I would say a place that I do go to more than anything is probably Nosh if I go like upscale. Yep. yep. I love Monte Elbon. Yes. <laughs> like, I love yes. Monte Elbon. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
2: I, I, thought I they love did, Monte Elbon. I think they do great food for how cheap it is. And
1: they're, lo- they're local and they're family owned, which I didn't know. I thought yeah. it was a chain, but it's not. It's just, I think they have two places in Rochester, yeah. or two yep. or three.
3: Well, my family has a staple restaurant. Wait,
2: time out. I. I have one story at Monte Albán. Yeah, sure, we sure. Go there oh, for dinner. Oh. And we're just looking for a place. This is the place on Eastwood Road, and uh, we go in. We it's packed, very busy. We sit packed. down And uh, we order the food, and are the all the servers Mexican? No, but they're pro- but a lot of them are Latino or Hispanic in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> he comes over to bring us the food in like literally two minutes.
1: Yeah, everything takes less than five minutes for and you to so get I food. And so
2: I said, "Wow, you people are fast."
3: Oh, uh, Dan.
2: And he goes, "I know. We talk really fast." Blah 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 blah. I'm like, "No no no no. I mean Monte Elbon people. <laughs>
3: you had to clarify."
2: Like, yeah, you racist. <laughs> he thought I meant Puerto Ricans. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like no, dude. Like I just ordered this food. I,
3: oh, oh my God, that must have went me over and, real well. Me he and my was wife. Funny.
4: Monty Albon was, well, was one of our go-tos. Yeah. And then we went to Old Pueblo Grill, and we were both, like, the first time we went there, we were both sitting there eating our tacos. And (laughs) I'll never forget, she just looked at me, she goes, I want you to know I hate you. I said, well, why? She goes, because you know how much I love Monty Albon. I said, yeah. She (laughs) goes, I don't know if it's going to be acceptable for me anymore. I
1: I think it's what you want, right? So, like, if you're going to get enchilada dish... You know, with mole sauce and that whole thing. Then you have to go to Monte Alban. Like, you have to get, like, the traditional, like, tamales and stuff like that. But if you want Mexican street food, yeah, absolutely. I will say this. I will put my stamp on it. I have not had better tacos in Rochester. Wow. Where,
2: Where is this place?
1: It's behind Nacho. It's on Elton Street. And it's right across. You know where Three Heads Brewery is? Yeah. There's okay, a giant yeah. parking lot across the street from there. Right. Inside that parking lot <laughs> resides an old Mexican <laughs> cantina. <Yeah. laughs> oh. I
3: uh, I think I'm gonna take the wife there. Yeah, I'm, I'm serious. After hearing this, really? I mean,
1: I do an episode La Casa um, yep. on the show, mm-hmm. and actually, I was just there on Friday. Like, I love that place too, as far as like that Mexican cantina Southwest feel. Yeah, yeah. But I guess I just I guess for tacos alone. Not the whole experience, not just a dish, whatever. Yeah, yeah. That OPG has my nice stamp say, of approval.
4: I will say that's one thing that uh, that OPG is is working on. I hope. Um, it's a very small place. Yeah. And it was an
1: experiment. I yeah. think they might. Yeah. I think it's one. I no, think they'll probably when,
4: make it bigger. When the first time uh, the wife and I went there, we were talking with uh, a couple of the people behind the counter. You know, as we were walking out. Um. And uh, they are looking into things to to get uh, someplace a little bit bigger because it's done far better than I think any of them anticipated. Yeah. yeah, but that place is constantly packed. You you will wait to find a seat, um, because it's like I said, it's maybe about the size of this room. Any yeah. time of the week, too. Um, that's yeah. the other thing. Jeez. Doesn't and, matter. And it's and it's literally you 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 stand in the little line you. Put your order in, and then you sit there and you wait and you watch everybody until you see people get up and, and walk away from their table, and then you fucking yeah, have to slide in. right in. Damn, damn! But it is absolutely worth all of it.
3: I'll have to check. I'll have to check it out. Absolutely, Dan. What do you think? You gonna check it out?
2: <clears throat> I'll have you check it out for me. Okay. <laughs> well. And the elotes um, that they have.
3: The one restaurant. Oh man. There is a yeah. restaurant that I, my family, that is there like their restaurant. And I've been going there since I was a child, and it holds a place in my heart. But I bring it up to certain people, and certain people are like, ugh. It's and I bring it up to certain people, and they go, "Ah." Oh. Hmm. And it's it's there's a mixed review, and I want to know if you've ever been there. Okay. And that's Red Fideli's Brook House. Hmm.
1: Nope, never, never been there. Where is it?
3: It's in Greece. It's in uh, Elm. That's Ridge why. Plaza. <laughs> that's probably why I've never been. It's in Greece. Yeah. You don't like the town of Greece?
1: I no. I It's just that, like, as far as food choices go. I think of... Like, I went to... Last Oh, shit. That's the place I refer to. Beat that out. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll in, the, in the previous story about the beer. I'll anyway. Bleep, I'll bleep that out. Most okay. of the, just like Henrietta, it's hard to find uh, non-chain restaurants in Greece. Yeah. That's my whole thing. So, not to say there's anything Fidelli's wrong with Greece. Fideli's not.
3: It's not of chain. Right. It's uh, family-owned. kind of figured. And the uh, red Fideli himself grew up, uh, came from the same town my grandma came from in Italy. Okay. But this is the thing I tell people, is don't you don't go to Fideli's for italian food you go there for italian american food your veal parm your chicken parm your large sloppy pasta dishes mm-hmm. your chicken marsala yeah this is not you're not going there like uh there's fiamma you've been to fiamma and gates many times oh my god uh
1: not that one but the other one okay. the one down that's actually around the corner from nosh
3: okay gotcha yeah. the fiamma and gates though uh i've been there a few times that's fucking italian food that is straight up italian Fidelis is Italian American. It's an Americanized, t- but I always found it to be delicious. I don't. I mean, I don't know. That's just you've been there. Well, like Casey said, it's all about what you're looking for. Yeah,
2: that's you know? true. Um, if that's what you're into, that's what you're into. And I think you sh- you shouldn't feel guilty about that. You know well, what I mean? You know. If you're into, you know. you know, chicken fingers, then enjoy Applebee's. Well, yeah, and enjoy your. Well, time I think
3: there. that goes back to what you said earlier when you're like. <laughs> If you want yeah. a large plate of Italian food yeah. for comfort, yeah. when you said that I thought about Fidelity. Okay. That's yeah. I was like, Oh, okay, that's you know, because you order veal parm and you gotta get a wheelbarrow to take out the left.
4: And that's what I
1: mean. Like that's usually like the staff's really nice. The yes. atmosphere's playing like that old Italian music or yeah. Frank Sinatra or something. Like where you just kinda know like maybe there maybe there's plastic on the uh on the tables <laughs> as you're describing they just wipe it off, you know? You're describing like, this, place. and I and I'm okay with that. You know, like yeah. cuz that's what I came to expect when I walk in there yep. to your point. Like you you just have certain expectations as, as to
3: what you're walking into. True. Awesome. Awesome.
2: Well, why don't we take a break? We'll come back with
3: our FUs. FUs, baby. Okay. okay. Well, before we go um one last question oh, to kind of wow. tie this whole thing up. I'm sorry. I had to. Um if someone wants to get into like food they want to be a foodie they want they love food they want to explore what would you give someone like okay you just you just moved to a new city yep you're like i want to i want to get into the food culture i hear there's a good food culture here i want to get into it what would be some advice that you would give them as the rock connoisseur
1: i would give them a link to all the episodes for season one <laughs> Oh, the rock got his sword. Then I'd also have him follow my Instagram page.
0: Well, why don't you plug plug yourself?
2: Let's pretend, for example, my friend uh, just moved out to San Francisco. Yeah. What do you suggest he should do being in a new city, though?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to say go on Yelp. Okay. Okay. Only because it's the easiest thing to do. Right. But from there, um, kind of like a film critic thing I'll usually see somebody on Yelp where I go oh okay they've they've done a couple reviews of places and then I follow that person's like Instagram page and see like what are they eating so you have to go to the next level you have to go to the next level so I would say at a at a really like baseline go on Yelp or if you really want because like it would be hard just to go into San Francisco look up food on your instagram right. in san francisco and then try to find some foodie just happen upon it i think it would al- almost be impossible yeah like yeah you could go to like visit san com, go to 10 places to visit in san francisco and go down that route too okay. um as so i'm going to philly in a couple days i literally did go to visit com and look up all the food places okay oh. so that's um, smart so yeah, yeah, I yeah. that's it because I've never done anything and I also put up a question on my Facebook page. So that think said, of it as to a go. tourist, essentially. Yes.
4: Yeah. That's a good idea. That's it. Okay, that's how okay.
3: to do it. Awesome. Awesome. Very good. Well um, thank you. Uh
4: Casey, before we cut to break, do you wanna go ahead and put a plug in for do all the plugs? Yeah. Plug yeah. it in. Yeah.
3: Please. Like glade. And maybe do I would say do a second <laughs> one after the the end of the show too. Yeah, we'll too. do we'll do it we'll do it again at the, yeah. at the wrap up. I want everyone to know where, where to find you
1: sure so uh rock connoisseur on youtube and instagram r-o-c-o-n-n-o-i-s-s-e-u-r
4: <laughs> i know it's hard to do we'll we'll put the link up in the uh, oh that's even way time. easier i'll put
1: the link so on. yeah so y- you can find me on that's that way and then if you ever want to talk about geeky stuff uh you can go to don't forget a the
3: only place to travel geekly
2: <laughs> I, love it. I love it thanks <laughs> good Good stuff,
3: guys. Awesome. Well, thanks a lot, Casey. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. When we come back, we're going to do our FUs. So just hold on to your assholes. We'll be right back. (laughs) Just once. Just (laughs) no. Are you a small business looking to advertise on Critical Mass Podcast? Well, check us out on our Facebook page, at Critical Mass Podcast 69. Contact us there to find out what your options are. We'd love to get the word out there about your business. Check us out. And we're back with everybody's favorite part of our show. <clears throat> fuck you. Um where we gripe about something and we just say fuck you to it. No, we'll do it, live. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> um who uh, who wants to go first?
2: Can I ask you guys? Have I talked about the city of Rochester's seven dollar parking BS? Did N- I mention that? No, no, no. I got a lot here, and I, I got to get better at crossing them off.
3: <laughs> yeah, apparently.
2: Yeah. Go ahead. Um. Well, I'd like. To, I guess I'll do that one first. I th- There's so many good ones in here right now. Yep, it's like yep. I, I could even lend them to you, but I'm not going to. Okay. The city of Rochester. The parking situation, it's ridiculous. Yep. Yep. And please don't judge me, but we were taking the girls to dinosaur barbecue a couple of weekends ago.
3: A three and a five-year-old. I'll allow it. A three
2: three and a four and a half-year-old. They enjoy dinosaurs. We (laughs) enjoy (laughs) enjoy
3: smoked meat. Right. (laughs) Right. Dinosaurs (laughs) and smoked meat. The dinosaur (laughs) is a smoked meat.
2: I was like, all right, we'll go there. Not okay. So we park it's now. Awful. M- awful idea. My wife is driving, which was a mistake.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: Because yeah. she sees parallel parking, she goes no. She sees a spot here. I'm. I'm oh, there's a spot right there. It zooms right past. <laughs> We're now circling blocks in the city to find a spot, and she goes, "Fuck it, we'll just park in this garage over here, South End Garage."
3: Mm-hmm. Yep, I am familiar with That's
2: it. That's where I park every day for work park right in there says special event parking seven dollars and we're like what fucking special event because down at the other end way down what's that court street yeah is you know the blue cross arena. Game. okay every single weekend there's a fucking event there what are you talking about it's not special of course there's an event there. that's why you're angry well, so we pay $7 for special event parking. Sure, sure. The, the garage is mostly empty. We get in there. We walk to the Dinosaur Barbecue. They say, oh, yeah, it's going to be a two-hour wait. Bye-bye. Bring the girls to the bar. <laughs> we say, bye-bye. Thanks. Just get a, back. We just get, get back a in, in the car. Tonic a little sippy cup. Fine. <laughs> we'll, go, uh, we'll drive elsewhere. Sure. Yeah. Oh, I say to the guy, look, dude, we just parked here. Can we get our 7 bucks back? He goes, no. City of Rochester, stop charging people that much money for bullshit parking. On the weekends in the city, parking should be free.
4: No. No. I disagree 100%. Okay, so your problem here, uh, I, I will say this, first and foremost, the dude that told you no, that was kind of a douche move. He probably still recognized your face. You have a very... Yeah, it was literally ten look. minutes ago. Yeah, and, we and park you park weren't there. and you weren't gone. A that very long. punchable face. Yeah, yeah. So. I think
1: within fifteen minutes, like don't charge. Yeah, me. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: yeah. It, it, definitely. Yeah. Now you you're arguing the uh, it's not a special event. It happens all the time. the The term special event here is not because the event unto itself is special, but we are now having to open up far more parking in the or we're going to be occupying far more parking in the, in the local region around the arena. So what that does is that it screws up that parking for all the people who routinely use okay, that sort so of parking. He's
3: talking about this coming from the stance of someone that constantly parks in a garage for work. Yes. Because, during work hours. Yeah, during yes. work hours. This is the coming, weekend. Coming in and out
4: of that place when these events are going on, is awful. Because Frontier and it's, Field for me, and it's fucks not, me over me It's not just okay. it's not just people work it's it's not just people working that are using these these parking facilities. People live there. People park their vehicles there because they live in the towers around there. So yes, they, they've they've got to do something to provide this parking. So if you're gonna piss off a whole bunch of people, sure, seven bucks is dumb. And if I've only been there ten minutes, give me my fucking money back but to say that all parking should be free on the weekends doesn't really seem viable to me not only has it been a thing
2: in the past it but, was yeah but they decided that every place in the city at least on the street it was free parking after 6 p.m. on a weekday yep and free all weekend because they realized people were not coming into the city and spending money because they were being nickel and dimed everywhere they went.
3: Parking garages used that to be I This read. parking I garage was mostly empty. That. We
2: drove in, and there were three other cars there. His face is getting red. This is not a special—nothing o- was even going exactly. on. The parking garage that most people use for the Blue Cross Arena He's was hulk across it out. the street from the arena. Not the South End garage that we were parked on way the fuck over. So I think it's ridiculous. It's nonsense. And if you still want to say that I should pay something to go into the garage, it shouldn't be a higher fee. It should be the regular garage fee. That I will absolutely agree with. So, and and, and the oh no refunds. Go fuck yourself, dude. I was here ten minutes ago. Did like, you yell and scream? No, because I saw the the sign clearly stated that there's no refunds. I just figured, hey, let me ask. You just saw me like. You, you see these two girls I'm holding in my arms? Like, can, can we go? <laughs> How much
3: money you got in your wallet? Like, <laughs> just give, me, give me some of the money in your wallet. Or at least... Do you know who I am from Critical Mass? $7. <laughs> There's no one in here. They had like five people on I can't wait for the day staff. that Dan tries to no name there.
2: drop the podcast. That's fucking...
3: Yeah. That's just great. Uh, yeah. Well, that's
2: $7. Mean, I, $7 is the fucking ticket price at an Amerix game. Shut the fuck up.
3: Well, the format is fuck you, so what are you saying fuck you to? So it's just, why are they, where do they get off? Where do they get off? I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, Dan. But thank it's you. It's a joke. It is a joke. Just, you know what? We're going to write a sternly worded letter after this episode. You'll get a lovely Warren in here to defend it. Oh, I would love if we got her in here. Man, just trying to get her to speak. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> no, hold on. She might actually be a guest someday, so chill out and she can fucking i don't care. Um okay. my fuck you is with fandango Ooh. and other websites <clears throat> that sell tickets. When a movie that is day. at the magnitude of Endgame. Okay? You've seen the previews, you know the fan base, you know the fact a
2: small village
3: in France can is just looking forward to it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> No, um you know what's going to happen.
1: Well, you know what the ticket sales are tracking towards because that
3: is immeasurable. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Why did you not factor capacity and volume into your server structure to allow your website to crash? I will show you my bank it statement. It doesn't work like that. I
4: please. It doesn't work like that. The fuck out of here. Okay, like okay, that. now look when you're setting up a server infrastructure yes. you accommodate for the average load with whatever overhead you need for typical fluctuations but what uh, yes i know that is what is there you can't you can't just go and patch in a new set of servers. They had months. because of the cost. No, this isn't about this isn't about the time or the preparation.
3: What's going to happen it when episode a, nine comes out? It is about cost. The same thing. They'd be prepped for the next movie too. Yeah, I know it's about cost, but their convenience fees should pay for that fucking shit. But for, on average, it's
1: Medea goes to the fucking supermarket, right? <laughs> so like, there's Somebody no blips, right? So like, if for the one day out of
4: it is maybe not- it's
1: five days out of the year, maybe that there's a mega blockbuster movie, do they really have to go change their entire infrastructure for that one
4: day for one hour I mean just just so just so little angry penguin Rocco <laughs> he, just just so when he hits can check out and continue. It will load the next page for him, and he gets his ticket immediately without having to wait one or two days to get your, your God- goddamn your ticket.
3: goddamn right.
4: I'm going to buy my ticket um, six weeks in advance, yep. and if I have to wait until five weeks in advance to get that ticket, this is completely unacceptable. I
3: said I said openly—I was at work when this was going on—I yeah. um, had—if you look at my bank account statement, it's Fandango, 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 because it was— Take the money out, put the money back in, take the money out, put the money back in. Because what I was doing was I would get all the way to pick my seats. And then it would ask me to put in my credit card info, and I would do that. And then it would just spin. And then it would say error. There was an error that occurred. So I'm like, you don't have to give me the money back. You can keep the money. Just give me the tickets. Because it kept boom, 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 boom. So someone goes, oh, man, you're getting really heated over this. I'm like, this is why. I believe in strict gun laws in America, because if this was a Star Wars film and I owned a gun, we'd have but a serious question
2: problem. Question, though, could you go to an actual box office?
3: I was at work. Physically? I was at work.
1: Physically, you can go, because I have actually had to do this. I remember when Rogue One tickets were on sale. Yeah. Yeah. And um, there was something wrong again with the ticketing system. I literally got in my car, right, and drove. Same thing happened to me the other day. I bought Borderlands.
3: Okay, so, oh, Borderlands Three.
1: All the all the collector editions were sold out online, mm-hmm. and I was at GameStop.com. Literally the exact same situation. It kept crashing. Kept saying it was like out of stock. I called up GameStop. They said yes, we have some. I said, fucking. I'm going. Yeah, I'm on yeah. my way. I drove I drove there and I paid my money and I was just like, How does this not how is your stock different? Yeah. Than the internet. But yeah. whatever. But yes, to your point, yes, you can. So you can so go to why? the movie theater.
3: Yes, yeah, I could have gone to Tinseltown. Gone to the box office, but I was at work. It A was, true fan? Would have just
1: taken off eight in the morning and just said, Hey, I'll be in at eight twenty.
2: R- Rocco. And it, you know, <laughs> your friend
3: works there, he would have covered for you. Real no, go. he wouldn't have. He was laughing <laughs> <laughs> at it me. At, he was just like, <laughs> "You're such a loser," uh, and I'm like, "Give me the tickets." I'm at my desk, just ah, just the, screaming. The, the tickets that
4: you got was that for like midnight showing, no, first I couldn't, I
3: couldn't release get in there. of the movie. By the time his intention was for that, that yes. was your intention. That Correct. was his intention. By the time I got my tickets, I'm not going till Saturday after it released, sun, uh, the 27th.
2: So it releases on. Thursday, Thursday night. Thursday night. night, and you have to wait till Saturday. So I'm going to be on a full internet blackout until. Then. So I'll make sure oh, to just God. live
1: stream my entire reaction while I'm there at and that Andrew, 6 hey, p.m. You show. you <laughs> <hear that?
2: laughs> so much. He's going to be on an internet blackout for four days. Thank God for everyone else. You know, everyone else can be happy. Finally, I don't have to see Daredevil updates. Uh, can you? Can you remind uh, me? Wow. Can you remind
4: me when we get closer to this? Because if you don't remind me when you do this, I will spend those four days thinking that Facebook is broken. Yeah, <laughs> wow. It's
2: ninety percent of my feed. 90% <laughs> of, no, ninety percent is rants.
4: No, ninety percent of my feed. Is
3: I can't even argue because all this is true. Dare
4: <laughs> like a... Daredevil quotes from Rocco thinking <laughs> that he's Matt Murdock, and that by, I am met I that, identify
3: as a blind attorney. Yeah, okay? no. And in, in America, like, I have that right. Rocco's <laughs> like,
4: I dropped my daughter off at school. I am the angel that watches over yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> The other half is oh, is or, you know the rest of it is is Star okay, Wars that's rants. That's where I draw the line. And, <laughs> and really like really niche rants about very specific political
3: things. I, that's what I do. Like extremely specific. Yeah, that's why I have two Daredevil pops. You know. Season I, one, I, season. I did. All right, see let's that. let's keep this moving because I have a hard out. So you have a hard on. A hard out. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, which one of you guys wants to go first?
4: I, I'm going to let Casey go first. because okay. I'm going to go off a bit. Okay. Okay.
1: So mine is, um, general. it's in general, but it's about toxic fandom lately. Mm. Um, we've discussed that before. That's pretty yeah. You know, it, just these social justice warriors getting behind their <laughs> keyboards on their Twitter rants about how shitty, whatever it is that they love is. And, you know, I, I, Consider toxic fandom not just to be about geek culture. I'll also say, like, if you hate a certain sports team, you know what I mean? Like, Bill's fans is Bill's fans have the worst. No, but they're not because they continuously watch that team and they give an undying love to that team, no matter how shitty they are. That's what I want you to have for your fandom. So, like, even if Star Wars goes and and makes an all Rose Tycho film.
3: We talked about her. I don't
1: want to see it, but it doesn't make me stop hating Star Wars. It doesn't make me start like flaming people apart. And you know what I mean? Just because one thing that they do, same thing with comics, same thing with almost anything. But toxic fandom lately gets a big fuck you because I just don't understand. Like if you love something, just like with my wife, I love all of her. I took this this yep. whole marriage thing and I said for better <laughs> or for worse. You know what I mean? If you don't like no, I, this I, then I I'm you. sorry, that's just you have to take the whole thing. Do do you often see toxic fans as being
2: like helicopter parents? Like what they love is their child and they're just too Uh, picky like nitpicky about stuff and they need to just let the child
1: grow and be themselves i think so i think that's what it is it's like every little thing is like ah we have to violently react instead of just saying let's just see how this plays out right like i i'm okay with people like having opinions absolutely of course course. you don't like this thing about it then that's okay that's great but i mean i think we've given voice to a people but i think it's been more worse than for better. Yep, personally.
3: Yep. No, definitely. Um and that harks back to we had an episode called Revenge of the Toxic Nerds. Yeah. Um and give that a listen because we talk about Kelly Marie, Marie Tran. Yeah. We talk about the racism with um uh uh wow, i'm an asshole. The guy who plays Finn, John Boyega. Yeah. Uh bo- you know, the like, oh, well, he's a he, if he's a Jedi, Jedi can't be black. What? Uh, Mace Windu. Uh hello. Or uh, Donald Glover when he was up to be Spider-Man and everyone freaked out because Peter Parker's is white. Peter Parker is a fictional character. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I completely right. I completely agree. It's And I love the term that you just used, for better or for worse. And that's how I am as a Star Wars fan. People are freaking out. I, I love Solo. I also had low expectations. But I had a blast watching that. Same. We, did, we didn't need a Solo movie. But they made one. Mm-hmm. And so I you
1: just have, have to accept it. Yeah, <laughs> and you, you, you move on. Exactly. It's the same thing with reboots for people. They're ruining my childhood. Michael Bay raped my childhood because of Transformers. They didn't make you turn
2: in your DVDs. You still watch them. Exactly. That's why
1: I get so angry about it because I'm just like, who cares? It does not matter. The Ghostbusters are there. Just go watch them. If you don't want here's the real thing. If you don't want to watch something, don't do it. Don't give the system money of which you hate. That would stop them from rebooting. But guess what? Is that a Sigourney
2: Weaver t-shirt? Is it Alien or what is that? It's Alien. Yeah, did you see... Ripley. did you guys see that high school that did an awesome? Yeah, that was sweet. She sent them a video like you guys are like amazing. Even on Ridley Scott. Yeah, like, yeah. You sent them stuff like
4: that's um, Casey. I don't. Job. I don't know if you saw my my black SUV when you were coming in the Wayland. I did. I did. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm oh,
1: in a Weyland good Industries? space. So I'm in. Yeah, a gotta, I'm in the a good space. The back of
4: Harbinger One has yeah. a Wayland yutani
3: Yeah, I brought when I was when you brought me home drunk from the bar that night. I was like, ah, yep. Wayland. No. <laughs> I remember building, doing that. Building a better <laughs> world. That's it. Yeah. Exactly. Well, Casey, thank you. And I think you're absolutely right. I agree with you on all on all fronts. Thank you. Very good. Andrew, should we take our headphones off for this? Or? I know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to
4: try to keep myself composed on we've this, got this one. Yeah, and I'm going to try and get through this. Yeah. So, um, Succinct. We, we, we mentioned yeah, the succinct. Cardi That's, B thing. I've got a hard out at about 12. So. We, we mentioned the Cardi B thing earlier, okay, that we, we've seen a lot of stuff going on in the news here. And, you know, uh, this guy, you know, people come out uh, alleging this guy was doing inappropriate things to them and this guy was doing inappropriate things with them. This guy was doing inappropriate things. And as soon as that allegation is made, Mm -hmm. uh, even if as soon as it's just implied that this may have occurred, everybody gets up in arms, the social justice warriors take to their keyboards and call for crucifixions in the streets of these people, okay they're immediately vilified Bring demonized out dead. yeah they're they're completely vilified and demonized um online and and everybody's out for blood before anything else has come out it's just a woman who said he did some kind of inappropriate things to me, and everybody loses it before we've looked at anything yeah yeah okay i yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, before we look at the facts. Yes. Yeah. Now, on top of that, we have this big feminist movement, the Me Too thing, and, and I'm not saying any of that is wrong. I think everybody deserves to be a person and have, you know, feel that, safe. Feel yeah, safe. And to be respected as an individual. That's sure. fine. I, sure. I agree with all of this. Absolutely. Now we get to Cardi B. I don't have anything against Cardi B as an individual. Her music. I, I don't I don't know her personally um her music is awful um it's it's ear cancer um it's windmill windmill cancer like when 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 my wife first started listening to her when she first started getting big I remember hearing her you know she had her music playing in the bathroom I'm like what the fuck is that And she's like oh it's Cardi B she's really popular right now I'm like this is what's really popular this is fucking garbage Mm -hmm. so I hate her music. I don't really care about her as a person. I don't have anything against her. But then she comes out and says, yeah, so when I was younger, I was working as a stripper and I used to uh, seduce men, convince them that we were going to have sex, drug them in their hotel rooms, and then rob them blind so I could, you know, put food on the table. Okay. I'm still, uh, I'm still not at the crux here. Okay, you had everybody, you know, people go through so awful things in life. Mm-hmm. Circumstances are not good. Sure. I understand you got to do what you got to do sometimes to get sure. by. My problem is that when Cardi B came out and said this, all of these people started lauding her. Yeah. As if she had done something so, so noble She's and courageous. Yeah. You go, go, you're such a strong, powerful woman. No, you're a fucking whore and a thief. <laughs> you're not noble. You're not a fucking hero. That's somebody's daughter. I don't give a shit. She's still, like some that of the things that you've said <laughs> yeah. before, you no. don't get to say that. <laughs> no, you don't get to sit there and condemn and demonize. Every man that comes along who is insinuated that they might have done something inappropriate. So Joe Biden can't smell someone's hair, but this bitch can
2: basically drug you and rob you and it's okay.
4: Yeah, but Cardi B can do shit that goes in fucking thriller movies in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. And we're all supposed to be like, yeah, yeah, you go, girl, you strong woman. Mm -hmm. No, no. You're fucking wrong. She's a criminal. And you need to be held accountable for your criminal actions, just like all of you are standing up saying all of these people need to be accountable. The thing that pisses me off with this is not so thing? much. No, the, the big picture in this is that it's not. You're, you're standing up. All of these people are standing up and they're demanding equal rights. Yes, I stand with you on that. You should have equal rights. But part of equal rights. Is right there means being it's accountable for your equal, actions. Equal, yeah. Equal, you don't equal get consequences. A, you don't get a pass just because you're a woman. Yeah. If you are robbing and drugging people, if that had been a man that had had come out and said, "Look, when I was younger, before I made it big, I was going through some really bad times. I had to work as a male escort, and I was drugging these women and, and stealing whatever I could." To, to put food on my table
3: no oh, he'd be condemned they'd
4: help. be go that dude's career would be over yeah over that's true
2: yeah I, I'm not gonna try and defend cardi B and I'm not gonna try and defend the people that are lauding her yeah I would just try and my point of view is that maybe the reason that she's getting a claim for this is because her fan base typically is strippers. No, her fan oh, base are, are, are people that understand that you have to break laws in order to survive. I don't believe that, but that's what they believe, most likely. That sometimes you got to break the law in order to survive. I think that's the culture around hip-hop. It's the culture around rap. Uh, it's, it's been that way for many years. And to see one of their icons openly admit to breaking the law... Um, it, it makes her look like a martyr. But almost. that's the
3: thing. I don't think it's the culture of rap. I th-
1: I, I mean I'm, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'm a Cardi B fan, and I'm more a rap hip
4: hop fan. Right, Casey. When was the last time you had a, a hearing test? <laughs> yeah,
1: I know. Um, <laughs> right before I walked into this place. I know this is ridiculous. I'm not saying like it's great or whatever, but she is a very good lyricist. My greater point is, I think I would be okay with everything that she did, except for the drugging part that to me is just like that's borderline raping and like all that other stuff that I don't believe in I can and, but like if you are saying like at your stripper job, you seduce men to think that they're going to have sex with you, and then you extort money from them. I kind of feel like I mean, that's, that's part of no, the no, job
4: no, yes no, and i it's and the drug' absolutely agree yeah. with that, yeah. It is not. It is not that you were a stripper. Yeah. It is not that you uh, spent your time making men think you were going to have sex with them because that's kind of what strippers do. Yes. That's, yeah. You it's, sign up for that when you go in the door. It's right. not. It, it's not that you convinced these men to fucking give you a ridiculous amount of money and, right. and for gave nothing. Them for nothing. For for a bad case of blue balls. It's that you lured them back to a hotel room. Mm-hmm. Right. It wasn't even at the strip club. Yeah. And drugged them, yeah, yeah, and then took everything, all of their money,
1: all of their money,
4: yes, emptied bank accounts. (laughs) (laughs) The the
1: drug walked them into their bank (laughs) to take (laughs) out. Uh, Yeah, yeah. no, I, and that's and that's it. But as far as like a rap culture thing, like you know, Fifty Cent shot people, right? Right. Jay Z sold cocaine to make his money Mm -hmm. to launch his own. Rap career. You that's know what I he's mean? Like a good businessman. He was a drug dealer. Well, exactly. Honestly. Yeah, exactly. No, so, I mean, he's the richest rapper of all time, mm-hmm. other than Dre, who sold beats. But yes. Yeah. So, like, y- yeah, you do have to break a few yeah. eggs in order to, to make the omelet. To make the omelet but that's
2: been part of the culture, is that right. it's not so much that they think that crime is the only way, it's that it was the only way out for them.
1: For them, yes.
2: For them, yeah. So, in Cardi B's culture... It's not that she was like, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. It was, I have to do this in order to survive. Yeah. Do I think that's okay? No. If she were to stand in front of a judge, I think that she should get, I don't know about jail time, but a severe punishment, including lots of community service. But
1: only if a guy came out and said, she stole all this money from me. Because yeah. like, where are the guys who yeah, and again, got drugged and robbed? Like, and again, why aren't my, they coming out because and they saying? They have wives that. And again, do you know what I mean? To. Like that was, that's problem,
4: the other kind of part of it. My problem is, a good is not.
3: No victims have come forward. Correct. A single my,
4: one. My problem is not Cardi B. I I will give her credit where it is due. People lauding Yeah. People applauding. lauding When, she, like when she came out and said this. She said it in a very she apologized. This, kind I am of not way. proud of yeah, this. Yeah. This is not a good thing that I did. Right. But I want you to understand that this is, you know, this is a thing that I went through. And and she was apologetic about it. Yeah. And, you know, hey, look, I'm not that person. You know, sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do to get by. And I understand and respect that from right. things I've gone through in my life. I, well, I yeah. fully get that.
3: Yeah.
4: But for the community to come out and and laud something like yeah. this when everybody else is getting demonized
3: well, yeah, for I mean,
4: discretion. Even, you, w- even when those people are coming out and saying, look, yeah, I did some bad shit. I'm sorry. Well,
3: can you imagine like if, Har- if Harvey Weinstein was like, I'm fat and ugly and I had to do this to get sex. And people were like, you know what? You're a fucking hero. Like, that would be a problem. That would mm. be disgusting. But Harvey Weinstein was a wealthy, <laughs> <white> disgusting man. <laughs> Yeah. who should who, who should be in experiences in prison for the rest of his
2: life whose experiences in no way mirror anything that a black woman has ever gone through.
3: Sure, also but what true. I'm saying is it's the but <laughs> and what Harvey, I'm saying Harvey Weinstein, Weinstein getting laid
4: was not uh, a a need uh, for survival. True, also true, also yeah.
3: true. I mean, he's still disgusting, and he should go yes. to jail for yes, the rest
1: absolutely. of his life. Oh, I guess yeah, it's like sure. when you <laughs> see uh, to me some not on a lesser level when you see like. Um, uh, Harley Quinn and Joker, and people go relationship goals, yeah. Oh. And you're like, this guy beats this wife, she kills people. Like, how is this, yeah, uh, this at all a, a goal? Like,
4: that's psychological. W- yeah. Those are kind her. of
1: the same things to me when people go and they're like, oh my god, it's so great, it's so cute, and you're like, no, 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 no. it's awful. They're murderers. <laughs> yeah, like, this yeah. is not There's good. There's always yeah. a silver lining. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Like, read a comic. Yeah.
2: God. Oh, god. So, my but th- I don't, I don't think that's ever going to change, though. Andrew unfortunately oh, but you're uh, right. Oh, you're not. 100% right. No, it's it's not. bullshit. Yeah, it's bullshit. But the culture is something that's going to always, you know, acclaim those that yeah. have acted poorly.
3: Yeah. That's true. Thank you, Andrew.
2: Yeah. Thanks. Well, um I think that damn, what do you think? Uh this was our worst episode? Worst episode ever? And I'm
3: firing everyone in Oh, okay. Good. Including <laughs> myself. Get some help. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> um Casey, can't thank you enough for being here today. Thank um, you guys for having me. It was a fun time. Absolutely. Yeah, we, it was awesome. We would love to have you again. We can untie you now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> someone un, someone loosen his restraints. <laughs> um, if you could I don't feel what, so good. Why don't you Oh wait, 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 <laughs> wait. He's getting drowsy. I don't, I don't
4: know if it'll work. Hold on. I don't feel so good. Uh, yeah it's all distorted but that was that was the mr stark i don't feel so yeah, oh so God. I, yeah.
3: Oh. <laughs> um with that being said plug plug yourself one more time please uh rock connoisseur all over the uh
1: social medias and then uh don't forget to tell.com for my geek pop culture
3: site Fantastic. um both of those links are below please scroll down and, and take a look uh click on those um again casey thanks a lot for being here we would love to have you back again um, love to be back, guys. Oh, awesome, awesome. Great. Thank you. <laughs> We're glad to hear that. We're glad to Wow, hear what it. a crowd. What a wow. crowd. I love this audience. Wow. I, they're so lively. I'm so glad you
1: guys are here to share this with <laughs> <Thank> me. They <you. laughs> <laughs> know how
3: um, to stop, too. I want to ta- uh, say also thanks to our pseudo sponsors at the Genesee Beard Company. Not at all. Um, Genesee Beard Company? Beard. Beard yeah.
1: like your
3: face, yes. like our faces. Yes, they, oh, we're they, not all cool be, the not bearded cool people.
4: beer sponsor yet? Okay. Not yet. No.
3: Okay. Um, we want to thank uh, everyone uh, that I don't know. We just want to say thank you. Um, okay. Check out uh, the Rock Connoisseur Check out don't forget a Matt and Mia. Um, check out Matt and Mia over at Dorschel um, for a good car deal. And um, I think uh, this has been a great season. Thanks everyone for listening. We'll be back next season um, for season eight of Critical Mass. That's right. Ooh. And, uh, yeah, I like that. Um, new studio, same fart jokes. Uh, check us out, and uh, we love all of you. New farts.
2: Party on, Wayne.
3: Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.